my wife write my jokes for me. <laughs> she doesn't write my jokes. I know she doesn't, because otherwise they'd be better. <laughs> no, I mean, she sometimes helps me come up with questions, but she hasn't this week, because I thought of them all in the past 15 minutes. <laughs> Well, I, I did, didn't I... realise I was answering, asking the questions until I listened to the podcast on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It's like, oh, shit. Hola, ye, bindivado, e John Maspian. Ah, John Maspian. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Would John Rather. Not in Spanish this week. I'm John, and I'm alive again. Not sick and throwing my guts up. And I'm John, and a tiny owl told me not to go to work today. And I'm not John, and I didn't realise John had started the episode. I thought we were still talking in Spanish to each other, so um, sorry for my outburst and ruining your introduction. This is Wood John Rather, where we record a podcast where we consistently ruin each other's, I don't know, ideals? Is that a good way to put it? Morals. Morals. Ethics. Values. Ethics. Think of this as a uh, a weekly ethics podcast where we talk about things that could happen but probably won't, and decide whether it's the right thing to do. And occasionally review movies for no reason. I know you said and occasionally, but I thought you were going to say Anakin and then talk about the ethics of when he killed all the younglings. So, but that's move. That's a movie review. So yeah, so it's kind of all wrapped up into one. And um, yeah, not much more. Who's asking questions this week? Pardon? I said, who's asking the questions this week? John. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Sh- shall we dive right in? <laughs> John, you, wait, John, John admitted before, more prompting? Yeah, John admitted before starting this episode that he remembered about 15 minutes ago that he was asking the questions this week. So I hope you're ready for some quality content. I think he was just buying some time then. <laughs> um, so I've got a question which would... Uh, need finishing by the sounds of it <laughs> which would which would demonstrate just how I worked out that I was uh, asking the questions uh, but I'll skip that one over to see if I can think of something better in the meantime uh, we'll come back to that uh, would you rather have an explosive personality or a pack of explosive cigarettes I'd rather uh, have a, a pack, pack of explosive, of explosive cigarettes, cigarettes. I got there first. <laughs> but you don't smoke. Yeah, so therefore you can smoke regular cigarettes and uh, not blow up my face about it. Well, I'm not very happy that you get the cigarettes when I'm the smoker. First of all, how are you going to explain to everyone that you've got a pack of cigarettes, seeing as you're the smoker? Cos. Oh, okay, fair point. I'll move on. Um, <laughs> I think. Anyway, I don't. I don't know smokers' etiquette. <laughs> is is that the sort of thing of? If if I've got smokes and you don't have any smokes, do you get my smokes because you don't have any and you're a smoker as well? I mean, smokers tend to share, like as long as you're not taking the piss. If you can't if you, share a cigarette, they're one no, but you share cigarettes. So if you came came out with us and you'd ran out of cigarettes, you'd be like, oh Matt, can I pinch a cig? I'd be like, yeah, no problem. If you did that every single time we ever saw each other for the foreseeable future, eventually I'd go, no, go get to fuck. But occasionally asking to buy my cigarette, even from a stranger, there's nothing wrong with that because it's it's smoker's etiquette. However, I could keep the um, exploding cigarettes for when I'd had enough of that person who bums one too many and give them a cigarette. Boom. 
there's just now a stain on the ground and they no longer are a problem. So are we just debating who has the best ideas for using exploding cigarettes now? Because one of you is supposed to pick the other side. No, well, I'm going to argue that uh, for, for people like yourself who decide they want to smoke in an inconvenient place, I'd be like, oh, have you tried one of the new menthol ones? And people go, oh, I don't really like menthol, but I haven't had one in, you know, about a year and a half. So I might, I might as well give it a go because no one says no to free cigarettes, do they? I mean, it sounds to me like you're committing a hate crime because yes, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm culling my own kind, but you're deliberately... I'm culling your kind. You're culling our kind, yeah. It's not that I think less of you, it's just those people that are inconsiderate smokers. Whenever you've come around, you need a smoke, you go outside quite happily, you don't mind, you, you don't even like make a big deal of it, you just pop out. Oh, Because you're be, very, very considerate. Yeah, and I, I make a point of, if I'm not exactly that we walk anywhere anymore, but I make sure that I stand downwind, so I'm not like blowing cigarette smoke into people's faces. I, If I'm around like a nice area that where because cigarettes are pretty much biodegradable, but I'll always make sure to find a bin or at least down a drain at the very worst. But quite a lot of time, especially if it's a nice area, put it out on the sole of my shoe and I'll put it back into my backy pouch until I find the bin. So I agree with you. There are inconsiderate smokers. Um, and then I'd, I'd just be reading the world of them. And then that would be less um, weight and tax upon the NHS themselves when people die of uh, double, double lung cancer. Yes, and also there'll be less demand for cigarettes, therefore the price will go down for people like me who do still smoke. Agreed. I, act- I actually, to a certain uh, a thing I do as well, if I'm like walking in, like along the high street or you know walking somewhere and I pass someone that's got a kid in a pram and I'm smoking, it's obviously a bit late to like stop smoking in the middle of my cigarette. But if I've just taken a drag, I'll hold my breath while I walk past, just at the risk of blowing cigarette at the kid. That's very thoughtful. It is. It's probably unneeded and i can hear john violently thinking that i could just throw the cigarette away at whatever point during the cigarette's life cycle but you see how many kids there are if i put out a cigarette every time i saw a child then i'd want to put out my cigarette every time i saw a child on the child so that's not going to happen john (laughs) while we decide how we're going to get back on track and who's going to pick an answer um my one of my heroes that I never never got to meet and never really found out that much until he died was uh, Lemmy Kilminster from Motorhead. He sounds like a really cool, interesting bloke. Um, but uh, he he became mates with Dave Grohl. Uh, Dave Grohl told the story at his eulogy that um, Lemmy was playing an arcade machine as as Dave Grohl was walking through the bar and he was going to talk to him. He thought, oh, no, I don't I don't want to interrupt because uh, well you you play an arcade machine. So he he carried on to, through to the back of his pub where he's having this interview type thing, and then he spotted Lemmy at a table. And um, Dave Grohl popped over to Lemmy and says, oh, Lemmy, you're my idol. You're, you're from Motorhead. I think you're so cool. The coolest band in the world. I'm, my name's Dave. I play in a band called the Foo Fighters. And uh, Lemmy turns around and goes, oh, Dave, I, I, I sort of know who you are. And I'm, I'm so sorry to hear about your friend, Kurt. And Dave Grohl was blown away. So they stayed mates ever since. And the first time that Dave Grohl introduced Lemmy to his family, um, Lemmy was smoking a big old cigar and had a, a big old glass of JD and Coke. And he wandered into the green room where Dave's family was and he spotted Dave's young, young child, took his cigar straight out of his mouth, put it in his JD and Coke and put it on the side. Because that's the respect he had for Dave Grohl and his family. Thought, how cool is that? That is. That's very cool. That shows the sort of emotional intelligence that you need just to be a human. It doesn't matter how famous or how big you are. You still got to think about others around you, which is why I don't think that having an explosive personality is beneficial to anyone. 
Right. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> why, do we, why do we always do this to you? <laughs> it's. Oh, we, we all right, up, all we... right, all right. Let's, let's, let's settle this. Tyrannosaurus or bookcase? Bookcase. Tyrannosaurus. John wins. What? <laughs> he had to look cursed in for backup. Uh, what do I choose? So you've gone with knowledge over, knowledge over crude oil. For real. Uh, crude oil over knowledge, even. That's fine. That makes now, perfect how is, sense. How is your car powered? If, if we didn't Fossilised dinosaurs. Exactly. And Yay. if we didn't use that, we'd use something else. But what are we going to replace books with? Oh, the internet. The internet. Ah. Fuck. Okay, fair point. John wins. Internet one, Matt Neil. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so why did you do that to me? It, it's amazing how we, we came up with this this concept of would John rather, and we've edited it slightly where we all ask questions and answer questions now just to keep it fresh each week, but essentially it's a very simple like concept, and yet every time you ask questions, we think of some way to fuck you over and do it in a different way. Oh, may, it, may it long continue. I love the fact we don't pre-discuss what we're going to do. To <laughs> it just happens on the fly. I cannot emphasise enough how none of this is planned. Oh. Um, <laughs> John, you need to put you need to put on your big boy pants and get control of this podcast. It's going off the rails. Yeah. Okay. So if, if you can, in. if you can suggest any advice for John keeping control or why you think that having an explosive personality is good, tweet at us at Would Jay Rather. Um, or if you think that it's bullshit, that, nah, to be fair, I, I agree with the dinosaurs now I've thought about it. But still, let me know if you think it's bullshit and you can convince me back to my original team. And if you want to get in contact with me, it's John Would Rather. I'm J-O-N, because secretly I'm a Jonathan. It makes me very middle class, but don't tell anyone. No, oh, that was very ASMR. Gave me little tingles. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, I don't know why you would, but you can send me a message with Braille. Going to have a go at learning that. It's getting stretchier and stretchier each week, isn't it, John? <laughs> have you ever thought about how many methods of communications there are? There's loads. Yeah, yeah there are. There are loads. But, I mean, well, just try and think of them every week. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it just shows the lack of foresight you had when we started, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You both made your bets, and now you've got to lie in them every week. What's really fun is when you throw one in that we were going to use possibly another week, cutting our life cycle down shorter. Thank you for that. That's, That's my right. favourite thing when you just weighed in with small chairs. <laughs> Think of small chairs and walk off. Oh, I'm trying to help, but instead I'm trying to hinder. John, let's have another well-thought-out and fleshed-out question. Would you rather be able to change people's memories or change people's hair colour. Memories. All the time memories. You could essentially control the world. Yeah, but you're basically asking someone if they want to be a hairstylist or a supervillain. Because no one's ever going to use that for good, are they? I'd use it for uh, I'd use it for mostly yeah, good. For about a week. I'd, I'd use it for good now. If I had that power in my 20s, I probably would have used that to get laid. So what what would you do you, at the moment? You actually change everyone's mind about their state, so you could not bother putting towels out. You you could do a turd on the bed, 
and then they come to complain, you go and change their minds. Can, I, their just clari- and then can I just clarify? Can I just clarify, at what point are you changing people's memories? Is this before you get laid or after? Both. No, no, no. So I could approach... I'd need to be both. I could approach the girl, try a chat-up line, and if it doesn't go well, then I'll just erase her memory and try a chat-up line again. I don't mean like in a sordid way I'm going to erase her memory afterwards. Like, that's starting to get a bit... Um, I mean, there's no other word for it. It's starting to make it sound a bit rapey, John. I mean, yeah, it, well, that's, it's very... that's why I was that's why I was asking before I wow. before I even considered endorsing it. I had to clarify what at what point. No, no, no. I just mean like it'd before. be like, be so like before. Yeah, fifty first dates, you get multiple chances to make a good first impression. Or in a in a, in a job interview, I could you know you say something, you go, oh shit, that didn't land as well as I thought it would. Then you just try again, or you make a mistake at work, and it just ah, oh, we erased the boss's memory that that ever happened. So I don't in my head it isn't that you erase people's memories it's that you would replace it with something else. Oh, fantastic. Oh, so that's even better. So yeah, so in the idea of chatting up a girl, I could use any chat up line I wanted, instantly erase her memory so that it becomes a good memory and she's like, "Oh wow, that was really smooth." Oh, that guy that I just met. I remember when he bought me a kitten. God, he's the nicest guy. Yeah. Okay. And I'd, I'd, I want to change people's hair colours because that's really useful to society. And it doesn't make me a sex criminal. Yeah, to be fair, whichever way you slice it, when I bring girls into the mix, it does start to sound a little bit sordid, let's be honest. But John, John I, make your decision now. Make your decision now. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't use it for evil. Mm. I mean, let's let's be honest, in, in the whole like girl thing, it's all a matter of, um, it's subjective, isn't it? You could go, like, both of your wives, how you met them and chatted them up, had that have gone in a slightly different way or they were in a slightly different mood when you first met them, none of that could have happened. Like, it all goes down to that exact what was happening in their personal lives, what moods you were in, what words you used, how you were dressed. Like, you know, all of that leads to that exact point of view to getting together. So. Well, I don't know how me asking my wife if she'd go out with me all those years ago could have gone any worse. Um, we were on top of a hill and it was all frosty and it was very nicely moonlit. It was really picturesque. Uh, and this is after a night of drinking. I turned around and said, I hope you wouldn't, you know, I hope you wouldn't be drunk when I asked you this. And she turned around and shouted at me, I'm not drunk. <laughs> and that's the, uh, oh my God, she's coming to the room. <laughs> and you haven't let her sober up since. She's shaking her head at me right now. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding you. Oh, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you wish you could change her memories. I just change her hair colour. I make her ginger. Then she'd fear me. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I wanted to get onto this. Uh, would you? Would you only use it for for good, or would you use it to make mischief? What the hair colour? Yeah, the hair colour. Surely you change all dogs to blue. Oh, I could. I could. Yeah, I could change all dogs to blue. That'd be quite interesting for a, for a day at least. Because I thought <laughs> yeah. it'd be quite fun just to just kind of wreak a bit of havoc, sort of just blow people's minds. One minute their hair, just the people around them, their hair colour just changes and just really messes with them a bit. How well, how far is the range on these powers? Can I watch like uh, a live news report and then go, you know what, John Snow from Channel Four would look much better as a uh, as, as an Auburn. 
<laughs> yeah, that would work. Yeah, that would definitely work. So, how? What Dumb. about the the distance on my powers? Um, I mean, one person at a time. Okay. Well, maybe I couldn't do the Jon Snow thing, but I could simply walk up to you, John, and persuade you that you used to have blonde hair. <laughs> it's the same effect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so that's that's the extent of of your mischief. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's not that much mischief we could get into because let's face it, I couldn't I couldn't turn Don Trump's hair a different colour because it's glued on. It's not natural. And I haven't got much hair left, so it would be useless to do anything for my hair. I'll turn it I'll turn it to blonde smoke. Don't worry. Thanks. I think I think the question boils down to: Would you rather have a fairly useless superpower? Or a superpower that could very easily be used for just as much evil as it could be good. Yeah. And that comes yeah. down to the person. So, um. <laughs> so I know I should definitely not give it to you. <laughs> yeah. So just say it. <laughs> uh, no, I think, I think on balance, uh, I'll have to take the risk. I think, uh, changing people's memories wins. Yes! John, do you know where that happened? It's because I erased his memory of that <laughs> rapey bit right at the beginning. It's good you got in there first. Oh, yeah. I, I tend to find with John's questions, you, you either got to get in there first or you've just got to suck it up and carry on. Well, that was like the first question. We, we both had to think it over for a second and then we were both like, shit, there's going to be clearly one answer. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so we're on one all. Yes. We've asked three questions and we're on one all. Yeah. Um, and uh, that takes out of. I thought the... we only asked two questions. No, we had to abandon the first question because uh... <laughs> we weren't playing ball. And so uh, so the we're going to ask. The time that we asked, the spent answering the second question was used up by the first question. So the second question was a one-word answer, and that's all we were allowed. <laughs> Uh, but we, I'm, I'm not gonna, I don't wanna do the questions again, so we're gonna do four. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but, um, that does mean that, uh, no one is, uh, quickly catching up with me for third place. <laughs> um, well, shall we do a, another question then? Um, yeah. I mean, you're you're the question master. You're, you're as much as I'm kind of the host. I don't get to do much hosting when I'm not asking the questions, so it's up to you to control it a little bit, John. We've already right, discussed well, this once this episode. All right, on well, your big boy pants. Let's let's do another one then. Okay. Um, would you rather go to prison for five years for something you believe in, or go to prison for two years for something you didn't do? Go to prison for five years for something I believe in, without a doubt. If you haven't got convictions and beliefs then you're not a real person uh i'd rather go to prison for two years for something i didn't do because two years is still two years (laughs) thanks thanks for clarifying (laughs) well there we go what's 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 the hard math behind picking five years like some sort of dullard you've got principles oh okay well i was framed you've been saying that for the last two years yes because it's true And then they'll make a documentary of making a murder about me and then i'll get out and it'll be all cool thanks to netflix yeah, but that's still two years of your life that you've lost. I'm willing this is to not spend, five. But I'm willing to spend five years of my life for something I believe in. 
Which what, are you going to just... eva- you're going to evangelise the inmates about not poisoning turtles with plastic waste? No, no, no. It's not about five years. It's about. It's a very if... long time to be raped in the bum. Yeah, but this this is all saved by the bell. My secretary's got it. Oh, okay. Um, see, the thing is, and I have to be careful how I thread this needle, but that's the problem that you have fighting terrorism is because they strongly believe in what they're doing. So they're, the point they, they're willing to give up their life for it. Yeah, they're willing to accept the repercussions. But if you believe in something that strongly, then you're willing to take the, the what's the words, the punishment or the recompense or whatever it is that comes with it. And I'm saying if there was something that I believed in that much that I was willing to do, then and I what is What is that? Oh, I don't know. I'd bomb a whaling facility. That would, that, that would be illegal, and that would probably get me five years. If not more, depending on how you acquired your explosives. That's what I'm saying. Something like that. Like, the, the extremists, not even to the point of, like, really bad terrorism that, that you sent us down, John, but... You know, people that are against fur that go and throw paint on people, like they're willing to go to jail for a couple of nights just to throw paint on the people that, and they don't believe they're doing anything wrong. But it's that blind, like belief. It's a belief system, and if you believe you've done something right, then you're willing to go through with it for five so, years. That's, that's an awful long time to be petty and short-sighted and spiteful towards people. Yeah, but I'm saying that if I went to jail for two years for something I didn't do then I'm probably more likely to become a villain after that. Like, your whole view of the criminal justice system would be completely skewed because you know you didn't do it, and yet no one believes you. And at what point in that two years do even your nearest and dearest and your friends and family start thinking, oh, maybe you did do it? Like, that's that's the point that would worry me. As pointed out on the last question, where John hesitated to give me such an awesome power, at what point during that two years would people have this different view of me at least if i went to jail for five years for doing something that i had a conviction in that i believed in then i would be happy with the knowledge that anybody that didn't support me through that five years i wouldn't want to be a part of my life anyway so this is not a moral slight in yourself in any way shape or form but i would like to think of myself as a particularly firm moral character if i say if i said i didn't do something and i didn't do it if i did do it i'd own up Oh, totally. If you, if, if you went to jail I for two years, as well. if you went to jail for two years and you told me you didn't do it, I'd believe you, and that would be the end of the conversation. However, I don't think as many people would believe me if I said I didn't do it. Uh, quite possibly, but I, I think the people that would disassociate themselves with you for going to prison in the first place are the same sort of people that would disassociate themselves with you if, if you were there for the wrong reasons, if you were there for the right reasons, if you did it, if you didn't do it, just because they think it's a reflection on them. Oh, no, I know, and I totally get that, but the difference is, with the two years, I'd lose people that I didn't want to lose through no fault of my own, whereas the five years, I'd lose people that I'm prepared to lose because they don't believe in what I'd done. Bombing a whaling unit. Yeah, but if if that's the example we're going with, but you see what I mean, it's... You have to go with an example. Yeah, bombing a whaling unit. If I I went to jail for five years and say, you two stop being friends with me because I bombed a (laughs) place that goes whaling, then I'd go, okay, well, I shouldn't have them in my life because I was prepared to take the rap for doing something I believe in. They don't agree with me, so therefore we're on a completely different wavelength. Whereas if I went to jail for two years and... 
you got, and it could be for anything, so we don't know what it is that I'm going to jail for two years, but you guys started to think, oh, maybe you did do it, and then I lost you because of that. That would be heart-wrenching because I've lost people in my life through no fault of my own, and there'd be no rebuilding that relationship because even if afterwards I convinced them that I hadn't done it, there was that point in their lives where they thought I had, and you would never be able to rebuild that relationship. But I completely get where you're coming from with the two years because you've got a child. So that's the biggest thing for you is that's three years of your child's life, which is the exchange. So I get where you're coming from. And if I, I had a I child... also think that you could be off the radar for two years and people might get a bit suspicious, but you can probably rebuild bridges. Like, there's, a, there's one of our good friends who doesn't reply to text messages very quickly. I'm almost, almost like sure that I could get away with going, oh yeah, I changed my phone number. Sorry, mate. I'll, uh, I'll get back to you. And he'd accept it. Cause... I mean, to, to one of you know something that I didn't, has he actually just told us he changed his phone number and been to jail for something he didn't do? He might have done. <laughs> he might have done. This, this actually may be the situation. He might be a patsy, or he might just say that uh, it's, it's part of his moral code and he, he deliberately um, did, did that thing with those orphans. I don't know. So this is actually, this is actually closer than I thought it would be. Um, so perhaps... I could just take on a, a slightly different turn to this question to see how it affects things. With your with your five years and with your two years, what sort of extra skills or what would you do with that time? I'd study woodworking and elec- uh, electrician. See, that's not the right term, but I'd study um, ele- electrical workings and woodworking. Electrical purely for the career aspects because it's something that I have always been curious in, but never followed it through. And the more I speak to my brother who does it for a living, the more I go, oh, that actually sounds really interesting and actually, you know, useful and there's a demand for it. And woodworking, because I want to do that as a hobby, but until I soon move into my own place, it comes with a shed. Oh, yeah. Um, Not a flamingo, unfortunately. But I've always wanted to be able to build things, and I am quite practically minded, but unfortunately... The way life took me, I moved away from that. So I would use the time to better myself. In five years, uh, how qualified would you? Could you could you get a formal qualification in five years? I guess you probably can. You probably do a PhD in that time. Exactly. And all of that time to read. Okay. So, and in two years, what um, what skills are you going to? I appreciate you've got less time to acquire a new skill. Uh, so you might be two years is long enough. He'd be really good at table tennis. <laughs> like Forrest Gump. What yeah. are you going to go for? What what can you achieve in two years? Which I reckon is in six months, like a bench press, my own body weight. Okay. Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> so, so you go to jail, falsely imprisoned for two years, spend the entire time working out, as you're telling me you're not coming out as a villain, hell bent on revenge. <laughs> I'm working on my screenplay because they're obviously going to make a script and they're going to turn my life into a story and I'm going to be played by Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, this has all the makings of, like, The Punisher. Oh, that's that's kind of... I thought you were going to say, like, one of those daytime TV films that is only available on like, ITV9 in mid-afternoon. Uh, and the lead is like, an extra that was in Holby City once. Have we got the part of our Would John Rather trilogy now after Ninjas in Paris and whatever the other one was? Have we, have we now got Revenge of the John? Falsely imprisoned. 
Bench pressing. Yeah. Easily bench pressing 90 kilos. Right, so woodworking versus bench pressing. Woodworking and and, and, and my screenplay. And electrics. I'd want to become a Sparks. And and history and politics combined at Reading. You've only got two years. Bloody hell. I'm going to work hard. We do night school. <laughs> Took me three years to get my degree in history and politics. But we all know year one is just about drinking and dicking around and calling yourself Frank. That's what prison's like. <laughs> no, it's not. There's no. Oh, I don't like the term "dicking around" in prison. <laughs> You've got five years to think about it, Matt. Five years. Sorry, right, I'm a power bottom. <laughs> Be like throwing a sausage down a corridor. I'll do what I need to to survive. <laughs> oh, I'll mail I'll mail you a wig. Thanks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So, John, it actually boils down to who who do you think is going to be bummed for the longest? Five years wins. Yeah. Wait. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. That's what swung it. I'm sorry, John. Will, will you uh you bake me a cake with one of those donut blow upable cushions in when you visit me, so I can at least sit down? Can I ice him a bunt cake? Yeah. Oh, thanks. That um, I could tell from your s- silence says a lot, and I could tell from the way that we started to answer those questions that you were going. I didn't expect it to take this direction. I never. We broke it It never goes how I expect it ever. Yeah. To be fair, I think there's only probably only one or two questions. That- in the history that I remember that's gone the way I expected but you go oh okay but um yeah well looks like I'm asking questions again or I'm catching up on the lead well I've been John and uh the owl's telling me uh not to bother asking questions again well I've been John and I need to pull my finger out <laughs> and I've been not John and I don't like that terminology after what we just discussed because I am currently clenching and have been for three minutes um, yeah this has been Wood John Rather and I'm off to oh just to clarify because you've announced the winner by the way but um, I'm going to use the electronics and woodworking I was studying to create a better bomb to blow up another whaling facility <laughs> <laughs> this has been Wood John Rather and we'll see you next week cheers folks who builds bombs out of wood <laughs> They won't, they won't suspect it. They won't suspect it. It'll be like a Trojan horse. Well, hey. That was made out of wood, but that wasn't explosive. Why don't you make an explosive Trojan horse? Maybe I'll make some wooden explosive cigarettes. And then we can, we can run my screen. Yes. <laughs>